Making $1 million in the stock market is extremely tough and the rate of failure is extremely high for doing this trading and investing. But inside this video, I'm going to give you my three-step plan to get to that $1 million as well as tell you everything I've seen from losses to gains that have led me to believe this is possible for me and for anyone watching this video, but I'm not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice. I'm just a guy that has succeeded and failed. I want to teach you what I've learned on my journey. So subscribe, like the channel. would love to have you guys here long term. But here's the three steps, the three trifecta plan, trading, investing, and option selling. I do believe if I personally do that for the next two years, I'm going to hit $1 million pretty easily. And I'm going to tell you exactly how inside this video and why. But let's go over these three things. I just want to show you some proof on what I've done in my past. I did take an account from 3K to 45K, talked about it all the time. You're probably tired of hearing it. I actually took multiple trading accounts from 3K to 25K as well. Um, I've traded Bitcoin up from 3K to 25K too. So I'm very good at trading, but the problem is with trading is it is only temporary. There's only a time and place where your strategy works and then it doesn't and you have to adjust. And during that time, you're gonna lose your profits. You're gonna have a sideways period until your easy mode comes again in the market. And we'll talk about that later in a second. But I wanna go over the other thing I've made money with, which is option selling. You guys have probably heard this. You're probably tired of it. Riot. I was killing Riot. I took a 40K account to 200K at the highs. So at the highs this year, my accounts were at, I think, 600 to 700K. So I took $100,000, I think, total to 700K with these three, three strategies. It didn't take one strategy to get me there. It took three. And I really want to drive that home. Everyone's on YouTube trying to be a trader, but being a trader has a very high rate of failure. And if you can diversify your incomes like option selling and investing and trading, well, you have a better chance of succeeding than the normal guy who's blowing up his account every week trading Tesla YOLO calls on Friday. So option selling here, as you can see, made me almost a quarter million dollars in a couple months. So I'm going to talk about the downsides to that and, and why I like it in a second. But the last thing I've done with my money and what I've done with my trading career is long-term stocks. What I did is I found stocks I loved and I bought them and held them. It's pretty simple. I also did this during COVID. So obviously anybody could have bought a stock during COVID and made money, but I bought some stocks that turned roughly 60K to 300. So um, yeah, you could have done that with options. You could have done that with different ETFs. But yeah, this was something I do believe in long-term. I'm still doing, and this is gonna rocket my account higher in the next five, 10 years, but it's super long-term. And there are some tricks I've done in this long-term account that I wanna talk about too inside this video. Um, but let's go over the first thing, going back to the basics, trading. Why can it get, to, get you to a million dollars? And what's the downfall? So trading what I've found, I can have really hot streaks with my strategy. I use very short-term options. I hold them, I swing them, I day trade them. And I use a lot of my capital in my trades because I have an account for trading. So I don't mind going heavy into trading because I know I can 1,000% that account in a couple months sometimes. So with trading, what I've found is that there's really easy points in the market where you know things are bullish, you know there's direction, and when you have direction, you can just get in for the ride. And during those times, yeah, it's very easy to trade, but when you don't have that time, there's gonna be a point in time where that fades, and then the market gets choppy or the market reverses. 
So everything you were doing stops working. And this happens with every single strategy, including investing and option selling. So if you diversify the ways you make money, you avoid that moment where one strategy doesn't work in your whole portfolio tanks because you really want some stability in that thing long term. But a lot of people think trading is the only way to make money. And that's fine. It could be, but there's probably only three months a year um, for, in my opinion, that you can make money consistently from trading. Um, the other times during the year, you're probably losing money or breaking even, which is leading to your account kind of flattening that time. And I was sitting down with a friend yesterday and he was asking me, Matt, um, why are you not trading every day? Why, if you could take 3K to 45K, why can't you just do that every month? And it's not possible. Like I just said from the previous talks, talking points that unfortunately the market just weeds out your strategy at some points and it comes back on later. So you just have to be patient and wait for that time. But obviously if I could thousand percent my account every month, I would do it. But it's not something I can do. It's something I can do just at certain times. So that's why I diversify. You know, I have YouTube, I have a business, I have a trading account. Um, I do all these things to diversify. I want safety in my life. Um, but let's go on to the next strategy, which was option selling. So again, um, option selling did lead me to grow my account from 40K to 200K. And I want to talk about option selling as a long-term idea because a lot of people getting into it have a lot of questions. And I do have a starting strategy for this and how you can kind of use it. Um, but real quick plug, if you want to text this number, you get a free watch list every Monday on the stocks I'm trading with my group scalping on Monday. So check that out. So option selling, let's get into it. Stocks I sell options on are stocks I love. So these are stocks in my long-term portfolio or they're stocks that are just volatile. So sometimes I will kind of trade them or just sell them for stocks like BBIG, which ran for 100% recently, um, SPRT, which is a stock that ran for 1,000% recently. Um, those stocks are excellent for selling options too, but stocks I don't really want to own, so I'll just kind of trade those options and sell those options while I'm trading them. So AMC was like that too, but the consistency with these stocks is that they pay a lot. So someone was saying, hey, if I did covered calls on Apple, I'll make a killing, or covered calls on Spy, I'll make a killing, I just pick up 20 bucks per week, but it's very tough doing that because these long-term stocks, the, the value stocks, they don't pay a lot for option selling, and when they run hard, they go past the strike price you sold it at because, again, they're not paying a lot, they're very close to at the money on the, the, the options that are paying a lot. So with those stocks are going to be just deathly to sell options on. And when they run, those covered calls are going to get assigned and you're going to lose the stock pretty easily. So I've found that doing things like the TQQ has been huge. Um, my dad personally, I think, made six figures last year just selling options blindly on TQQ. Um, he's got a little skill in this, but um, TQQ is something that's more leveraged, has more volatility. So the options you sell can be further away if they're closer to at the money, they pay a lot more. And so that adds up every week. You know, making an extra 2% per week really adds up if you do the math. So that's the difference between the TQQ and like the SPY. Sometimes it's paying out like 5% per week in a really volatile period. So if you're just getting started in option selling, you know, this is what I personally would be doing. This is what personally I am doing in a stock that I want to start getting into. Um, if I don't even know 
where the price levels are. What I'll do is I'll buy half stock and I'll do the other half of my cash with cash secured puts. So this allows me to be in the stock and then kind of go back and forth between those positions where at some moments in time where the stock drops back, I'll be in full stock. So I'll kind of transition into all stock on the dip because my cash secured puts will basically do that for me. And then when the stock runs, I start laying on covered calls. And this allows me to scale out of the position on the pops or or just make money. So sometimes when you sell options, you just make money. Um, so I do like to be in stock for one reason. This is something I've found in the past couple of years um, doing this, is that being in stock allows you to maximize the move and make the most from the move. If you looked at SPRT, that thing ran for 1,000%. There's no option you could have sold in the past three months that would have made 1,000%. Um, it's basically impossible. You can only make up to maybe 100%. I think that's potential, but it's always better to be in the stock. So that's why you want to personally, that's why I personally want to be in half the stock or the whole thing if I think it's going to be extremely bullish. Because again, um, as PRT went up 100%, if you were in just stock, your account's up 100% now. So if you were in cash secured puts, the most you would have made is 5%. If you were in covered calls, the most you would make is, could be 20, 30, 40, depending on where you put on those covered calls. So it's very important to know if you're selling options. Um, the idea of getting into it is just a little tricky. Sometimes you want to go in full stock. Sometimes you want to go in full cash secured puts. And it's just based off the levels and the um, overextension, underextension of the price. So if the stock is ripping higher, the SPY is at all-time highs. I would not be in a full stock right now. I would probably be in 30% stock, 70% cash secured puts. If the stock was dipping and it was at an extreme bottom, I'd probably be in full stock. So you just have to know the levels and kind of understand where you want to play. But let's move on basically to the next account. So again, options selling, just recapping, is great for income. It's great for stability. You want to do it on stocks you want to own. You want to make sure you're not afraid of those stocks. But the real key thing to this is, again, um, Trying to find the volatile ones because those ones allow you to make the most per week. And they allow you to make the most when the stock runs because the stock is volatile and it can run 100% depending on what you picked. Uh, we did have a firm today run for 40% pre-market and that's a great stock to sell options on. It's super volatile and it's paying a huge premium. So option selling is something I do weekly as well. I love it. And just consistent income if you're not afraid of it, like a bear market out of nowhere. Unfortunately, there's going to be a bear market. We're going to get hit. Everyone's account's going to tank. But if you're the guy sitting on the sidelines watching it the whole time, and then you finally get in, um, you're going to miss the whole run. You're going to get into the highs. And then your account's going to go down. You're going to have no cushion because you didn't make any money on the run up. So be very careful looking at all these strategies and saying, hey, the bear market's coming. I'm super scared. I don't want to be in the stock market. Well, you're missing out on the next possible three, four months of running. So that's not something I recommend. A lot of people are always thinking of the next bear market and they're just looking to buy in at the dip right when it happens. Nobody buys in at the dip when it actually happens. It's something I've found out from talking to people in the past. But here's uh, my long-term portfolio. We went from 30 k to 300 and I was depositing in for 
this is my 401k. So I was putting in money every month. So obviously it wasn't just 30k to 300, but um, the, the strategies I'm teaching you are going to be the points I'm going to bring home right so here. So basically, the stocks inside this portfolio. Someone asked me yesterday again, one of my friends, hey, can I just buy SPY? If I'm if I'm not going to buy SPY, you know which stocks do I pick? And I guess my idea for him was. If you're going to not buy the index fund, which is the safest investment of all time, it's the one everyone puts their money into in their retirement accounts, you have to make sure you have a safety cushion. And the best safety cushion I can look for in the market is a growth stock because I know a growth stock has potential. It has super potential. It will run up in bear markets sometime. If you saw Zoom, Zoom last year went up massively with COVID because it was just a growth stock and disrupting. So growth stocks tend to disrupt other industries that have been around the dinosaur industries. Banking, you don't. I don't want to go to the bank. I don't want to fill out 40 forms to get a bank account anymore. I want to open up PayPal. I want to open up Stripe. I want to open up Venmo and just have an account in three minutes and send you money. So banks are dead. Credit cards, everything are going to get replaced. Um, Bitcoin, there's a lot of things that are going to disrupt the dinosaurs. I personally just don't want to invest in the dinosaurs. You can do that with an index fund. The returns are going to be similar, but you know that that diversification, um, if you want to go against it, the only safe way to do it is by getting into stocks that are disrupting the value stocks and the stocks in the index funds. So that's the only safety thing I've found from investing is if I find stocks that have potential and can take over an industry, I have conviction, I have a possible 100% move in the next couple months. A firm went from 45 to 95 in the last couple months because it's disrupting. It's a buy now, pay later type thing. So that's a company I want to be in because it's probably one of the first movers in the industry and it's disrupting a lot of things. So I like that. And some other disruptors I've recently invested in and some other disruptors I invested in last year that um, took this account from 30K to 300K. I liked Fubo. This was replacing cable. You have sports, you have live streaming, um, you have a lot of TV on there. So Fubo is a company, I, I'm a big one on the streaming companies, the streaming services like Roku and you have Disney Plus. So I think those are disrupting. You know, cable's gone. We're going to take over that industry. And there's going to be a lot of subscription packages in the future. So people are just aren't going to subscribe anymore to those cable packages, which are like $200. And you can just buy three or four of them at $30, $40 and get all those channels, even more sports and everything through these other companies. So Fubo is one of my top ones because it was disrupting an industry. The other one I really like is Lemonade, which is disrupting insurance. So pet insurance, car insurance, home insurance, life insurance. Lemonade is probably one of my favorite, favorite, favorite companies long term. And so the argument is like, if you're not going to put your money in an index fund, the only safety, in my opinion, is a company disrupting. So I would be saying, hey, I'm taking my money out of SPY. I'm going to Lemonade. And the other argument is the risk to reward is better. The stock market is probably up. Um, 150% from the COVID bottom and lemonade is up, you know, 200%, maybe 300% at the highs, um, three, 400% at the highs from the COVID bottom. So those stocks run hard when they do the really early stocks and the potential is there. So I know 
over time, if I keep hitting these winners with these growth stacks, I can also scale out. I want to point out one more thing here. So this last piece is number four. It's just a bonus, but it's something I do in every one of my accounts. This is long-term, this is option selling, and this is also trading. So trading, my trading account is mostly going to be in uh, day trades, swing trades. My option selling account is option selling. And then again, long-term investing is holding things for months or years. But in every single one of these accounts, I do utilize trading. Obviously, trading, I utilize trading. But option selling, if I make 50% on a stock running for option selling, if I cover 50% of that capital, that premium, I will take profit sometimes and I will buy the dip again. So I will trade around that position as well as long-term stocks. If I have a stock that I love long-term running 100%, what I'm going to do is scale out when I make 100%. So if I turn $5 into 10, I take half out of that position. I have a free $5 because that $5 is now in my account. It's cash. And the other five bucks is in stock. I call it a free ride. So I will trade around long-term stocks. I use this example with my friend as well. Space ran from 10 to 50 bucks. What you could have done is just traded that. It's a great long-term stock, but you could have made 400, 300% on space, took money out of the highs, bought it back at the low, did it again and again and again. And this allows you to take advantage of that volatility because there's so much price discovery on an early stock. They don't know if it should be a $10 stock or a $50 stock. So they kind of, they, they move the stock around the range as the buyers and sellers debate that. And you can trade that as long as you understand the stock and the levels. So I've done that with everything. Option selling, I'm always selling puts at the, at the lows. I'm always doing covered calls at the highs. And this allows me to maximize it. So you can't really make 30k to 300k like I did without knowing that because most of those gains I've also traded on so I've also saw like a $500 day here and there you know just saw a move that looked good or just saw my stock run up and I saw resistance I took profit on it bought it back at the dip so I will trade around my portfolio so stocks that are moving and volatile I'll just use that volatility to my advantage so every one of those accounts as I just said I just traded as well. So as I did option selling, but I also did it at great ranges. And sometimes if it hit resistance or support, I would get out of my cash cured puts and covered calls and, and buy them back at the dip. Same with long-term stocks. I would trade around that. But even in the option selling account, I was trading stock because like I said, sometimes I just had 100% in stock and I would just take stock out or or sell stock and then buy it back at the dip because sometimes I didn't want to sell covered calls. Um, So that's the overall picture on that $1 million plan. And like I told you, I took maybe $100,000 in the last couple years to six, seven hundred k at the highs. It's been pretty flat since then. I'm I'm man enough to admit it, but I do know I'm going to make a million dollars one day and you're going to know about it and you're going to know how because I really want you guys to do that too. So that's all I got today. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel if you want to sign up with me seven days for free. Hit the link below. I'll just share with you my top three picks I picked out yesterday. Check it out in the video to the right of me. You should like those and that's it. Have a great day, guys. Peace out.